The following is a presentation of Cruise Addicts. Hi, Cruise Addicts. John Shallow here, and I wanted to welcome you to the podcast. I recently was able to interview cruise director Lee Mason aboard the Carnival Celebration. And Lee, if you didn't know, is a very popular cruise director. He recently won Cruise Director of the Year for 2023. Let's go to the interview right now. Hi, friends. <laughs> My name's Lee, Lee Mason. I'm currently the cruise director aboard the Carnival Celebration. I come all the way from a tiny little town called Barrow in Furness that no one's ever heard of. Um, they make nuclear submarines. And growing up in that town, I wanted to work in entertainment. So I quickly left. And I've been working for Carnival for just over six years now. And this is ship number 12. Wow. Yeah. And on that note, could you take us back to when you started working on ships and you know, uh, became a cruise and how you became a cruise director? Oh, you know? yes, I can. And it's a, it's a wonderful tale. <laughs> so I had no interest in working on cruise ships, if I'm honest with you. As, um, as a boy, my mom took me on two cruising vacations and she elbowed me and she was like, hey, maybe you'd, maybe you'd be good doing that. You could be a cruise director. It was specifically the cruise director position that she had her sights on for me as a future path. And I was like, mom, you know nothing. Like every good teenager does, yeah, right? Yeah. And I huffed and I puffed because I wanted to be an actor at the time. My focus was theater, maybe TV, or maybe being a TV presenter for kids' television. I didn't want to be a cruise director. And then I met a girl and quickly my mind was changed and all of a sudden I wanted to work on cruise ships. <laughs> it's always a girl's fault, right? Right. <laughs> so I started out working for a small English cruise line, which I think I can name now because they, they are no longer in service during the pandemic. They went under. So I started with Cruise and Maritime Voyages as a singer and a dancer in their shows. Now, a little backstory on me is that I went to school for theatre and acting was my strong point. Singing and dancing, I was abysmal. But I think from my personality, I managed to secure jobs. That or they were desperate. <laughs> and I got a job as a singer and a dancer in their shows. But throughout all of our rehearsals and my first contract, I was sweating because I felt like I was working so hard and the rest of my cast were just naturally talented where maybe I wasn't. Um, and out the corner of my eye, I saw the cruise director and I thought, that guy does nothing. I wanna do that job. <laughs> so I got in touch with the company and based on my background that had led me to my career at sea, I'd been a company manager for theatrical tours. I'd worked in hotels and resorts and I'd been like the team leader or the entertainment manager previously. I said, hey, I've got a background could I one day be a cruise director? And they were like, let's see. So I started hosting the games and the trivias. I was an awful DJ for a little while. Um, and then eventually, then eventually I was promoted to be cruise director. So I got promoted with Cruise and Maritime Voyages. And in 2016, I applied to Carnival Cruise Line. I had my interview in Miami and I fell in love with everything that Carnival was. Full disclosure, I'd never been on a Carnival cruise before. I docked with Carnival ships, and of course I'd seen on the internet, and I followed John Heald's blog, right? So I knew of Carnival, but I'd never experienced Carnival. So my interview in the Miami head office was my first real taste of what fun was. And I fell in love immediately. I was like, I need this job. I need to be a part of everything that they are. And at the end of 2016, in October, I got the news that I was gonna be a Carnival cruise director and I haven't looked back. That's wonderful. Now, I know you were honored with going to the shipyard yes. and meeting the uh, Carnival Celebration. 
and getting her ready for guests. Uh, can you tell us about more about that? That was an incredible experience, and it was my first involvement in the the launch of a ship. I'd done dry docks and refurbishments before, but this was the first time I got to go to the shipyard. So from landing in Finland and meeting the HR team, because I was a part of a very small unit of crew members that got to come to the ship early. So I saw the ship when it was a construction site, right? Yeah. When there was scaffolding holding up decks, there was no carpet, the light fittings were dangling into spaces. And to see that, and I made a point of taking all of all of the, the fun squad around the ship to see it in that phase, because I knew from that moment that it was going to be a very special experience seeing the birth of what we now have, seeing the day-to-day -day progress of the ship starting to take shape. And then that day when we received our first guests to feel it breathe its first breath and come to life, it was out of this world. It was a little nerve wracking at times. I'm not going to lie. There was days when we were like, we haven't got long left. Is this going to be ready? And it was. The construction teams worked around the clock and then the hotel teams and the auxiliary teams came in to put everything together. So when we left Southampton, we were good to go. And I was so proud of everything that we achieved, even in that those first few weeks. It felt like a huge journey when really we hadn't arrived at the destination. We were just setting off. But it was incredible. I loved it. I loved every second. And I know we you made history by going to Southampton. Yes. And I think someone special was on board with you. My mom. Yeah. <laughs> My mom is deathly seasick, right? <laughs> She'd get sick on a boating lake. Um, so for her to commit to come on a transatlantic in November was a big deal. But she said to me, son, this is going to be like the pinnacle of your cruise directing career to have the honor of not only launching a new ship, but the 50th anniversary vessel for this company and to sail from Southampton, which working for Carnival is a rarity to sail from the UK. Yeah. She said, I can't pass up this opportunity. And I'll be honest with you. I tried to get her a crew discount, but because it was the first cruise, of course, priority had to go to all of the guests. So she paid full price. She booked herself on knowing that there was a high potential of her to be seasick. And guess what, mum? She wasn't, she made it. We had a little rough day out of the Bay of Biscay. And other than that, we were smooth sailing over. There was a little motion in the ocean, but she survived. And it was incredible to share that with my mom in the audience. It was, yeah, magic. And how wonderful that, Way back when, like you said, she was the one that saw that your future. Yeah. If I'm honest with you, I think she just wanted cheap cruises. <laughs> I think she thought if I can get my son working on a ship, I'll get a discount. And she didn't. She didn't. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. What is your favorite spot on board the Clown Celebration? Oh, now I'm hard pressed, right? Because, of course, working in the entertainment department, naturally, I'm in love with Celebration Central that three-deck entertainment venue with the huge LED walls. But to walk around the area of the ship that gets me really excited is the gateway. So everything from Emerald's Bistro through Latitude's Bar and into the Golden Jubilee. Um, the gateway itself with those LED windows, it takes our guests on journeys around the world, but also through space and time with our time journey. And then when we have special events like Rufus St. Jude, we display the patient's artwork up on the walls. And then as you come through the Latitudes Bar, we've got a wonderful event called Let's Celebrate, 
where we celebrate birthdays and anniversaries. We had a couple propose at Let's Celebrate, bringing their celebration and calls for celebration to our ship. And then the Golden Jubilee is an incredible area of the ship because it charts 50 years of fun. And it's like our own little almost mini carnival museum, right? Yeah. We've got artifacts and items around the ship from vessels that have been retired. And it's, for me, joining the company in 2016, it's so inspiring to sit in there among these items and just to go, wow, this is what I'm a part of. And although I've had a very short six years with the company, to realize the part that I play, and I'm kind of surfing the wave of everything that was done before us, all of those incredible vessels that started it all, like the original Mardi Gras, the original celebration in 87. Um, yeah, it's got to be the gateway. Now, with so much going on and happening, what are must-dos for guests that are going to cruise on the ship in the future? Oh, that's an easy one. Absolutely everything. <laughs> <laughs> you can sleep when you're at home. But must-dos, I'd say you've got to ride Bolt. We have the first second roller coaster at sea, or the second first roller co coaster at sea, however you want to phrase it. Bolt on Mardi Gras was the first, and we have it here. And it's out of this world. Um, if you don't know about Bolt, you get on like a motorcycle type vehicle with a throttle and a boost button, and you get to rip around the funnel of the celebration two times with a passenger in tow. It's out of this world. The ropes course is a fun and exhilarating experience that's included in your cruise fare. The water slides don't get enough attention either because we've got um, orange thunder that you get in a capsule and the floor drops out. So for the scaredy cats, you don't have to have the will to throw yourself down the tube. We'll do it for you. Um, also, the food is delicious. We've got so many food outlets on board this ship, from Rudy's Sea Grill to Guy's Burgers, Guy's Pig and Anchor, Smokehouse, Brew House. We've got our delicious Fahrenheit 555 Steakhouse, as well as Emerald's Bistro, Bonsai, Teppanyaki and Sushi, Chibang. I mean, it's all there and so much more. So you've got to eat as much as you can fit in your body. Then you've got to go on a roller coaster and keep that food inside, please, while you rip around the funnel. Get out to all of the shows. We've got our center stage productions with live music, singers, dancers, the aerialists. Our playlist productions are incredible. We've got a brand new one, Color My World, which is fast becoming one of my favorite shows in the carnival catalog. It's like theater and having a background in theater myself, I love to sit and watch a show to get lost in a story to feel. And I truly believe that the storyline for Color My World is accessible to everyone. You don't need a degree in theater to understand what's going on. The music's great. The talented singers and dancers are out of this world. Um, and then above all else, you need to enjoy yourself. Whatever fun is for you, do it and do it a lot. So if you're coming on vacation to kick back, relax, and to do absolutely nothing, to not be on a schedule, then do that because you deserve it. If you want to come out and see it all and do it all, my last tip is to use the Carnival Hub app. You need to get the Hub app out to make a plan, plan your days, plan your time in port so you can maximize every single month. That's a lot. You asked for one thing and I've been going for half an hour. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love your passion. And that, that kind of leads to the next question. What do you enjoy the most about your job? You oh. know, can you, if we have, I know you got to single yeah. it out here, right? But people, I absolutely love people. As someone who wanted to be an actor, sometimes people ask me, do you feel like you compromised? Or some people are like, do you feel like you failed because you didn't go and act? But what I did was I found a job 
that unlocked a true passion, which was connection and communication. And as cruise director on a ship, I get to connect with not only guests, but the crew as well. And you all make my days. I work long days and people ask, how do you do it? And often I joke and I say, life damaging amounts of coffee available on deck six at the Java Blue Cafe. Um, but it's the people. I am like an energetic vampire and I take the enthusiasm and the excitement and the energy from our guests on their first day on board. And that charges me up for the rest of the cruise. And then we get into port and our guests go out and they come back on after having an incredible day, whether they've been swimming with dolphins or zip lining, or maybe they just spent the day at the beach, just kicking back with their family. They come back on and that joy and that fun, I soak it all up again. I ball it up and I throw it back at them. It's a, it's a real special job. It's an honor and a privilege to be the face and the voice of the ship because I truly believe that what we do here at Carnival is unique and special. We have our own flavor of fun. I think the cruise industry is like a buffet and there's lots of different tastes for different palates around. But if you want fun and whether fun tastes like sugar and happiness and joy, whether fun is deep fried or rolled in rice, whether fun is loud and proud or it's a quiet moment, we've got it all. So I feel so honored to be the cruise director on this ship and to work for this incredible company. And I know you already gave some advice, but you know, some people come on a cruise and I have friends and family yeah. and sometimes they make some mistakes. Maybe they, uh, you know, can you just tell like a cruiser that's maybe uh, seasoned or not, you know, yeah. maybe one tip that you kind of see people and you hear that they, maybe they didn't, you know, like some good advice. Yeah, absolutely. Life isn't perfect, right? Things will go wrong. Someone will be late for your dinner reservation. Maybe you'll forget your cabin key in your room, or maybe maybe the weather, Mother Nature sometimes throws us a curveball, right? Don't sweat the small stuff. If it's not within your control to change it, whether it's something like the weather that's out of our control or something that's happened that you can't undo, don't sweat the small stuff because you can waste your whole vacation worrying or stressing about something that happened, and then you can spoil the rest of your experience. So let it go. In the words of that little princess with the blonde hair and the <laughs> castle made of ice, let it go. <laughs> okay, I've got a, are you ready for a lightning round of some questions? Let's go, throw and I'll give you quick answers. Okay, what is your favorite restaurant on board? Ooh, the steakhouse. You're ordering a coffee drink, what is it? It's a caramel latte. Okay, you can cruise anywhere in the world. Where will you visit? Alaska. <laughs> um, pig and Anchor or Guy's Burger? Oh, Pig and Anchor. Before we go, how can people follow you on social media? I know you're active. On yeah, it. this was a real difficult choice for me, okay? My name's Lee, and I'm a cruise director. So online, I am Lee, your cruise director. If I've not been your cruise director, I hope to be one day. And if I have been, I can't wait to see you again. So it's L-E-E, -E, your cruise director on Facebook and Instagram. And I do occasionally tweet. It's Lee, your CD, CD for cruise director. <laughs> And lastly, if you could describe Carnival Celebration in just a few words, what would they be? Absolutely incredible and not to be missed. He is Lee Mason, Cruise Director of the Carnival Celebration. Thank you so much for joining us, Lee. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. The proceeding was a presentation of Cruise Addicts.